This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The Volume. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Three Rounds with Daniel Cormier. Hey, the new year started. And the fights are back, baby. Look, guys, I love time away from the fight game. I love the holidays. But I'm ready to watch some dudes get inside of an octagon, throw some hands. Somebody wins, somebody loses. I'm glad the fights are back. I can't wait to this weekend. But my fight starts right now. So let's go. I'm going to show you. I'm experienced. Round one. Will Aljermaine Sterling actually fight... Henry Cejudo. This week, Aljamain Sterling came out on his YouTube channel saying that a fight before March isn't realistic because he has a torn bicep. Now, he's had this torn bicep for the last two training camps is what he said. When you're the champion, everybody's listening to everything that you're going to say. Aljo has his own platform. Aljo has the ability to control the narrative of what he has going on in his life, going on in his career, going on in the fight game. When he said that March wasn't realistic, this isn't nothing new. If you guys recall, after he beat TJ Dillashaw, Aljo said he'd be gone for a while. And me and Ryan were talking on my show on ESPN, and I said, if the UFC saying around March, I'm thinking Aljo's going to fight around March. Next thing you know, bam, people feel like Aljo's fighting Henry in March. Unfortunately, he's probably going to take a stand now because if for two training camps, he's had a torn bicep. Hey, he beat Piotr Jan with that torn bicep, avenging what was a catastrophic fight the way that he was able to become the champion, but the domination that he was getting put on him leading up to the disqualification that ultimately got him the belt and started what was for Aljo a horrible, 
horrible start to a championship reign. He may not admit this openly and publicly, but I can tell you, Aljamain Sterling didn't like the way it felt when people were attacking him and the way that people were uh, calling him not the champion and everything. Look, I started calling him champ because to me, he had the belt. I won the belt when the guy got disqualified from the from the competition. I was the champion. I wanted to be called the champion. Aljo went so far as to tell me, hey, call me Aljo. He didn't want to be called champ. And I don't know if maybe that's something he wants to be called by his name or if this is something that had to do with him not feeling as if he had earned that championship in the way that he wanted to. We were in New York City. I called him champ again. He kind of looked at me and smiled, but didn't go so far as to say, hey, don't call me champ. You know what I'm saying? So now he's kind of falling into that groove. And why wouldn't he? I mean, dude's dominating. And he was dominating TJ Dillashaw. And I'm telling you guys right now, even if TJ Dillashaw wasn't injured, Aljamain Sterling was going to beat him. But he doesn't feel like he can go right now. And honestly, to go right now against a guy like Henry Cejudo, when you're not ready, that is not good. Because Cejudo is so thorough in his preparation that even though you might feel like he can be a joke at times, he can be cringe at times, this dude is a winner of the highest caliber and he will put himself in a situation or a position where he's ready to dethrone Aljamain Sterling. And I feel like Aljamain Sterling needs to be 110% if he's going to fight the former double champion, Henry Cejudo. Obviously, other people start chiming in. Sean O'Malley chimed in. Said that if Aljo Comey, he called him Aljo Comey, which is pretty funny and clever. I'll be honest. I'll give it to you. It's weird how they've turned Aljamain's name into all these other things. Cejudo calls him Aljalane, Aljalane. This guy calls him Aljo Comey. Like, they're kind of messing with that man's name. I'd much rather be called champion. Chito Vera said, we don't have a champ. O'Malley said he'd fight Cejudo if Aljo's unavailable. I'm in on that one. Don't do an interim, though. Don't do an interim title. Aljamain Sterling's the champion. He deserves time because he's been active. And he's fought everyone. Whoever they put in front of him, he fights. And honestly, he needs to be the one to fight Cejudo because it takes away all the questions from the disqualification against Piotr Jan to beating the guy in... Uh, TJ Dillashaw, who left as the champion once he got suspended, to beating another guy in Henry Cejudo who was the champion whenever he walked away from the game. It's all out there for Aljamain Sterling, but it sounds like the champ is taking a stand with the torn bicep, so I don't think we'll see him in the octagon anytime soon as we get to the last 10 seconds of round one. He's a real champ now. You can't doubt the funk master. And if you're not prepared, this dude will drag you into deep waters. I cannot wait to see him back in the octagon. Be 100% healthy, though, if you got to fight Henry Cejudo. I'm experienced. All right, round two. Now it's time for me to get back. Some get back. And I invited him on the show. He didn't want to come, though. He ran. He ran. But I look on the internet, and this dude over here talking. He talking, he called, he said, I'm out of my damn mind. He said, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. He coming straight at the boy. He coming at me. I'm talking about the one and only handsome Dean Thomas. 
I see Dean Thomas sitting back. He relaxing as he talking. DC out of his damn mind if he thinks that Alexander Volkanovsky beating Islam Mahachev is an upset. Guys, when I said this, I was very thorough in my explanation that as the number one pound for pound fighter in the world, it's hard to think you winning a fight is an upset. But I believe that the other guy is pound for pound number one. That's why I said it. And you're the smaller guy going up in division to take on a guy that has been so dominant. Dean Thomas is talking, though. He says he believes and totally disagrees with it being one of the biggest UFC upsets over Islam. Guys, the matchup is very fun. That's why it's made. And the matchup's very competitive or should be competitive due to the skill level of Alexander Volkanovsky. He is as skilled as they come. And you can see it. It, it is on the forefront of the camps. Even the Mahachev camp. They're very aware of how tough this challenge is. Nobody's looking past it. This is me separating myself from the friendship and everything else, looking at just the X's and the O's, and I think to myself, wow, very difficult for Alexander Volkanovsky, but guess what? When I had the opportunity to go to, two, to heavyweight to fight Stipe, very big undertaking. Cejudo going up, down, sorry. Very big undertaking. Any person that's chased something great understands the risk, they understand the reward, and they understand the challenges in front of them. Nobody's over here sitting saying that I don't believe that Alexander has a chance. I do believe he has a chance. I believe that Alexander Volkanovsky is as good as anyone in the world on any given night. I just think that in the matchup, there's a problem. But for Dean Thomas to go up there and talk about this, this, and the other, hey, Dean, all you got to do is answer the Zoom call, bro. I've called this man, Dean Thomas, 10 times on Zoom trying to get him to come here and debate me about this topic or any other topic. Dean Thomas, I'm here, baby. Usually, Dean and I are pretty cool to win show. We gang up on Laura. You know, like we, we, we stick together. It's very weird that Dean coming for the king. You coming for the king, Dean. Guys, maybe it isn't the biggest upset in UFC history. Maybe that was a bit of a... Hyperbole. It might have been a bit of a stretch. Okay, it might have been a bit of a stretch. But can you really look at that and think that the smaller guy going up, beating the bigger guy, is not an upset? The bigger guy is supposed to win because even though I won, it was an upset, right? I was the underdog, as will Alexander the Great. But when Alexander Volkanovsky walks to that octagon on that night, he will have the utmost belief that he is going to get the job done. No doubt in his mind. But it's going to be extremely difficult. But he knows that. It's the only reason he's doing that. These fighters are wired differently. They see things differently. They live differently. Nothing is normal with these guys outside of family. Everything else is extreme. So when you see a hill that you want to climb, 
The fighter sees that hill and goes, I'll go over that hill to get to the next one, the bigger one. That is why he is chasing down this fight with Islam Makachev. He could just stay at 145 right now, and I don't see anyone that can challenge him in this moment, especially after the fight against Max Holloway, who I believe is still the second best featherweight in the world. He wants bigger. He wants greater. And if he gets greater, I stand by my word, Dean Thomas, it'll be one of the bigger upsets in UFC history. But all you got to do, my friend, answer the Zoom call, Dean. Let's do this, baby. Let's go. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off. And everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Yep, let's roll. Let's roll. Come on, Brian. Hit the clock. I'm flowing. It's round three. I done got up off the stool and I'm ready to go. Gilbert Burns has gone on record and gives the edge to Leon Edwards in the Usman trilogy. That's not a very familiar take. He went on record saying, I give a little more edge to Leon just because of the way that he won. He told that to our good friends at MMA Junkie Radio. And being at home with no elevation, not like in Salt Lake City, with that elevation, I give him a little bit more of an edge. It's a very close fight. But I give the edge to Leon Edwards. We're talking about the champion. Leon Edwards is the champ. But not many people are picking this dude to beat Kamaru Usman. Now, Dorino gave some great points. Dorino made some statements that I myself hadn't even thought about a little bit. Was the elevation to play a part in the way that Leon Edwards won the fight? Or was it a hindrance to the champion? 
because it seemed as though Edwards slowed down in the middle of the fight. Remember how quickly he started in that round one? Took Usman down, controlled Usman on the ground, and won that round pretty convincingly. But then Kamaru started to do what Kamaru Usman does, and that's just work you over, whether it be with the wrestling, whether it be with the fight, with the striking, whether it's his cardio and conditioning. He usually just kind of breaks these guys down. But there is no elevation in England, in London. It ain't like Salt Lake. I've seen elevation take some of the biggest men in the world and turn them into normals. The immortal, they've turned them into mortals. I saw Cain Velasquez run out of gas in Mexico City. I thought I would never in my life see anything like it. But the elevation makes cowards of us all. I used to go to the Olympic Training Center. And for the first week, I would feel like I was carrying another man on my back. So, yeah, that plays a factor. But did that play a factor in Kamaru Usman slowing down? Because he didn't seem to slow down. So why does Gilbert put emphasis on it? If there was one point that he made that may benefit him, it's that he's at home, being in London, being the fan favorite, being the guy that everybody show up to see, and carrying that confidence of being the champion. Leon Edwards hasn't lost for a very long time. Last person to beat him is Kamaru Usman. But then after the fight, the second fight, you see that guy laying on his back in the middle of the octagon. How much confidence does that give Leon Rocky Edwards? How good does he feel then heading into the, his first title defense? Huh. I get it, Dorino, but a favorite? A favorite? The odds will still put Kamaru Usman as the guy that's supposed to walk out of the octagon as the champion. And if you watch, they're 24 minutes and 30, 24 minutes and 20 seconds of the fight. You feel like Usman was the better fighter. But they say you fight the entire time. And Rocky Edwards showed that as long as there's time on the clock, you can get the job done. And the confidence that comes with that cannot be understated. Can't be understated. Top boy. That's what they say Leon Edwards looks like. Top boy or some shit like that. A show off Netflix. Watch it. Leon Edwards is the man. He always has been, though. He's always been an extremely talented mixed martial artist that should have gotten a chance against anyone in the world. But he's been overlooked forever. Gilbert Burns said, I don't know what the end of 2023 looks like in my weight class. Doesn't know what happens with Hamzat, but feels like he's right there with Bilal Muhammad. Doesn't have any idea what happens with Kobe Covington. He doesn't know who'll be the champion. Can't control that. All he can control, though, is he wants to be in the mix. He wants to be ready. He has to take care of Neil Magny, though. Take care of Neil Magny, and then he'll fight whoever, whenever. This is the guy that stepped up to fight Hamzat when nobody wanted a part of it. So when Gilbert Burns talks, I listen because I respect that dude. But to say a favorite, after watching that fight, I don't know if maybe this is his inexperience at this talking for him. But, hey, maybe Dorino looks like a genius after uh, the March pay-per-view. I guess we'll see. And now for my final thought. The PFL and Bellator doing tournaments. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love how they are turning these young fighters, these guys, men and women, 
who may have flamed out of the UFC into millionaires. I love that for them. I love that opportunity and that ability to go and make life-changing money away from the UFC. Got some big fights coming too. We get to see Usman Nurmagomedov take on Benson Henderson. Right away we find out how real this kid is. I believe he's real. But yes, I'm all for the tournaments. I'm all for making millionaires. So hats off to the PFL and Bellator. You guys are doing a great job. Keep blessing these young athletes with life-changing money. It's exciting. Till next time, guys. Like, subscribe, tell your friend to tell a friend. DC has a YouTube channel. Check out my three rounds. Peace. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.